It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers Web Zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. I did not hit on the bingo card today that uh, Cynthia Freeland was going to go get a coffee and talk about our show with uh, 49ers standards. That's, that's cool. Neither did I. But uh, <laughs> here we are. Look at us. The Paul Rudd meme. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Look at us. Not me. <laughs> not me. Definitely not. All right, Brian. So we got this game to go over. Before we do, I did want to give a shout out to Nick Bosa, who won Defensive Player of the Week for yes, the sir. fifth time. And I don't know if you saw this, but you know who is the only other 49er to win it five times? I'm going to go. How long have they been doing it? Oh, God. Well, this had to be this had to be going back into the 90s. Is it Bryant Young? No, you'll not. If you didn't see it, it's so obscure. Well, it's not obscure, but you would just never think yeah. in a million years. Secondary, mid-90s. Oh, uh, Merton Hanks? Yeah. Merton Hanks oh. five freaking times. That's what NFL wow. communication said. Yeah. So I'm going to have to go back and look at that. He would have been the last player that I thought or one of them. I would have never cool. guessed him. No. But yeah, Bosa had three tackles, a sack and a half, a pass defended, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery. He's the fourth player to do <laughs> yeah. that, fourth 49ers player to do that in a game since 2000. So, he wrecked shop, listen, sure. Baldy was like, Bosa's not playing elite, and we Hargrave. were like, when are we going to see the real Nick Bosa? And he comes out and wins Defensive Player of the Week, so good for him. Yep. I love it. And, and you know, honestly, that whole defensive line, with the amount of pressure they put on they put on Trevor Lawrence, uh, Hargrave included, uh, Young included, right? Even, even Cleveland Farrell got a sack against Trevor Lawrence. So uh, that whole defensive line was just, was just feasting. And now they get to, now they get to face Baker Mayfield. I'm pretty excited. So this is the Niners are facing the Bucks this week. This will be the 27th matchup overall between the two teams and the 26th in the regular season. The Niners lead 19 to six, as far as all time record. And the Bucks won their only playoff game back in 2003. Which was, was the game after the Niners had that huge comeback against the Giants. Against the Giants, they yeah. played the would-be Super Bowl champion Bucks and just got yep. annihilated in that game. Yeah, um, which was Steve Mariucci's last game coaching the 49ers because they went on to go with Dennis Erickson. I remember when they fired Mooch. I'm like, all right, they're gonna bring in like a Niners guy. I thought they're gonna hire Denny Green. I remember at the time. And then it was Dennis Erickson, and that was the first of, I guess, a lot of what the hell is going on. Follies. Moves started yeah. the dark, the dark ages until Harbaugh came back, and then there were a few more dark years. But um, yeah, that was the last, the last, play, or the only playoff game with them, and the last time these teams met, everybody should remember this. It was last year. It was yep. Brock Purdy in the game where we said, okay, he played so well against the Dolphins, but how's he going to come back? And he was just phenomenal, just lit up Tampa Bay. In the first half, the Niners won 35 to seven. And that that game to me, the Bucks Niners last year, I've said on the show before, if you listen to the show, there was a lot of just, I don't know, anger and going back and forth amongst the fan base with Trey Lance versus Jimmy Garoppolo. And it was just kind of, I don't know, it got a little ugly and Purdy came in there and it was kind of like everybody was just united and like, holy shit, this is awesome. And it's kind of been that way. Well, this offseason was a little weird, but <laughs> ever since then, mostly in the regular yeah. season games, it's, everybody's been really united, I think, with Purdy looks great. And that was the first game that it started. And it was nice to kind of have the fan base united behind somebody behind center. You know, it's you know, it's wild is I don't know. 
I don't know what the date of that Tampa Bay game was, but if I'm not mistaken, they played the Dolphins in week nine, and then they played the Bucks in week 10, I believe. I could be off there. But what I was going to say, what's wild is last year, they played a team from Miami, and then they played Tampa Bay at home, and then they went to Seattle on a Thursday night. And this year, they played a team from Florida, and then they play Tampa Bay at home, and then they play Seattle on Thursday. It's it's the exact script from last year, except mm-hmm. it's the Jaguars instead of the Dolphins. So it's like, oh, interesting. But yeah, this this Bucks team, I mean, it's it's plucky. Um, they're probably better than than people thought they would be. Um, Baker Mayfield has played better than mm-hmm. I think people thought, uh, but they're still not good. Um, you know, they're alive in the NFC in the NFC South because the NFC South sucks and mm-hmm. you know it's the it's the bucks and the falcons and the saints and the panthers so um you know i think i i think one of the things that that when you look at a game right especially with this 49ers team i think going into a game against the san francisco 49ers you have to be great at something if you want a chance to win and with the browns you know they are great on defense with the vikings you know, they played a great, the, Kirk Cousins played great. And, and he has that, that he has that in him. And then the Bengals, you know, Joe Burrow is great. There isn't really anything great about this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, either on the defensive side or the offensive mm-hmm. side of the ball. You've got Mike Evans, but his, his career is winding down. You've got Tristan Wirfs, but again, most of that line isn't very good. Baker Mayfield is to me, average at best. I mean, I think he's a starter in this league, but he's not a superstar by any means. No. On the defensive side of the ball, you've got Todd Bowles, who's a, a decent coordinator, and and the Bucks are second in the league in 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 blitz rate, which will be interesting to see because Brock Purdy absolutely obliterated the blitz against the Jaguars last Sunday, and also against the Giants when they played the Giants in Week Three or Week Two, whenever that was. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's really nothing that, that this team does great. And I think if you don't do something great, it's going to be pretty difficult for them to pull off an upset. There's a part of me that feels like maybe this is a bit of a trap game just because they, schedule gets, yeah, yeah, they schedule were, they, this. Yep. yeah, it, not only that, like it, but they're also coming back from the East coast, which isn't easy, but I think they'll be okay because it was coming off a bye. but, um, and then, you know, you've got, you've got Seattle on, on Thursday. And, and honestly, the 49ers sites should be set right now on the division and the division only based on those three losses that they had. So, you know, it goes Seattle, Philly, Seattle after this game. And, you know, you don't want to get caught looking ahead. Does this feel a little bit like that Falcons game from 2019? Maybe. Uh, But again, Matt Ryan was good still. So, I just I just don't think that the that the Bucks have the horses to to pull off an upset. 